Hello. You're listening to Mock Footage. These two pals really like movies, but one of them hasn't seen very many, okay? Our hosts won't be using any nasty language, so you can share this with your grandma. And they will be discussing major plot details, so here's your dang spoiler warning. Hello, listener, and welcome back to Mock Footage. My name is Joseph Langlois, and this week we will be discussing Predator. My name is Ray Giroso, and who's the most dangerous game, if not but the Predator? If not but the Predator, indeed. And that's the tagline. Yes, that is the tagline. That's what's on all the promotional t- material. It, it, the sentence, again, Ray, is... Who is the most dangerous game, but if not the Predator? Right. But if not the Predator, it's so important. It's so iconic and vital. <laughs> so, yeah, we, listener, we are going to do Predator, and then next week we'll be Predator 2, and then we'll take another short break and probably dip back into the Alien franchise. Um, but I, I, I've been enjoying this quest so far, and it's time to look at it from another angle. So why don't you get started, Ray, and tell me what happens in Predator so Predator takes place around the same time as Alien. But okay. On Earth, like but the on, setting. Yeah. Okay. But on Earth, on Earth Colony okay. Nine. Earth Colony Nine is mm-hmm. that on Earth or is it? It's like... Earth-like planet. Okay, it's an Earth-like planet. Uh, and uh, a team is sent to a nearby moon, which needs to get explored. And see see if they can get any resources from it. And lo and behold, it uh, has an alien race on it. Well, an alien. Okay. A- and predator. Right. And it hunts down the team one by one. Uh, and they have to decide whether to kill it or not. Uh, and if they can make this moon hospitable for resources. Okay. Uh, so... The answer is yes, they do. In the end, they win. They win. They they kill the predator? They kill the predator, and they manage to start a small settlement there and get more people there. Okay. And then that's obviously the setup for Predator 2. Yeah, by the, by the start of Predator 2, most of it is in shambles. Okay. Um, is it Predator 2 or Predators? Predators is the newer one. Oh, okay. Yeah, hmm. so the... Uh, they, they also kind of had a ridiculous sequel naming situation. They did Predator, Predator 2, then Predators, then The Predator. Where's Pred 3 ter? Yeah, in your dreams is where it is. Hmm. Okay. Um, hmm. So, it's a different alien. It's not a xenomorph. No, it's more beast-like it's more feral okay it it walks on all fours it walks on all fours yes please please tell me all the details you can muster up about the the predator okay so it walks on all fours it can see in the dark it can smell you at any point it's ready to kill you but it won't until you're ready to die oh okay so does it like does it like cause you to confront your existential fears or something like 
No, it decides when you're ready to die. It decides when you're ready You have to die. no agency. Here. So it just does, like, it spends extra time hunting the. Yeah, you're just prey. a toy. Yeah, okay. you're just a toy to it. Okay. Okay. So is it is it an intelligent creature then? Mm-hmm. Or is, okay. Okay. Does it speak ever? Does it have a name? No. Okay. It roars. It roars. And but it's not like a lion's roar. It's more like of a If a lion's roar was a screech and mm-hmm. still scared you like a lion roar. Does it have any special powers other than that it can see in the dark and smell you at any point, I think was your words? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. It can... uh, It has, like, a short-range teleport. Okay, it has a blink. Mm Mm-hmm. Am I just making an OC at this point? Yeah. That's... Okay. Ray, you do that every week. This should be nothing new. Yeah, but this one feels specifically like I'm making a character. (laughs) Uh, its stats are, it has 15 intelligence, <laughs> it has a 21 in strength, okay. has a 25 in, in agility, wow. and it has a 30 in killing you, and, um, it has zero points in magic, unfortunately. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, except for it does have a short range blank, so... But that's part of the, 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 the race. The, okay, I see. It's, Sorry, it's, it's a not a spell. Feat. It's a I racial got it. feature. Got it, got it. Oh, um, goodness. Okay, well, then tell me more about the team. Like, wh- who are we looking at on this team of explorers that fights the Predator and and eventually wins? Okay, the head of the team is Roscoe Moss. He Played by is... who? When was this movie? 80s? Yeah. Late 80s. Pro- probably Nick Cage again. <laughs> Bruce Willis. <laughs> I need somebody else. Come on. I know. I don't know anyone. I don't know anyone. Who's an actor from the 80s? Hold on. It's, uh, hmm. Hum, 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 hum. Was Tom Cruise around during this time? Uh, this might be a little bit before Tom Cruise's time, but he might have been a young, a young gun. Okay. So he was here. He's not the head guy, though. Okay. Is Tom he one Cruise of the people who dies? Tom Cruise is here as the medic, and he dies about halfway, saving uh, somebody else's life. Okay. Wait, didn't I say that before? Yeah. <laughs> but, Gilliams. I mean, eventually you'll be right. Mm, fair. Uh, what about Rob Lowe? Was Rob Lowe a movie? I on? honestly have no idea. But, yeah, sure, Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe is your guess. <laughs> Rob Lowe is the, the main guy. Okay. Rob Lowe. Roblo is the the head honcho here. I'm sorry. And what's the what's his name? Roscoe Moss. Roscoe Moss. Okay. And uh, I guess tell me about Roscoe or anybody else on the crew. So Roscoe is a reluctant leader um, because he came on because his family needed money, mm-hmm. and he was uh, part of like the original scouting okay. expedition of Colony Nine, Earth Colony Nine. But he has since like kind of like taken a back seat and just wants to be with his family and so his main motivation here is just to get the money and get back to his family alive i see so is it kind of like alien in that there's like a mega corporation that has them out here colonizing this planet and at the end of the movie they're like no it's dangerous there are dangerous creatures here we finally killed one and then they're like oh well you killed it so we're good 
Well, the team thinks it's good too. Oh, like okay, it was okay. just the one there. Like the Megacorp thing is not, is not like a thought here. It's not just, a facet of this movie. Yeah, okay. it's the team, and they're here, and they're here to do a job, and we learn about their backstories and why they're here as they're pursued by the predator. Okay. And some of them die, but they win. There's not a lot of death here. There's like two or three. Okay. Uh. Okay. Uh. You say, you say this as though you know I'm wrong. Uh. Then if there's only two or three, you said that Tom Cruise playing the medic was one of them. How does he die? Um. He pushes somebody out the way, and he just. Uh, the predator digs out the right way in of there like a charger, just... charge attack mm-hmm. or something. Yep, right in that chest cavity. Okay, so right it's pretty brutal. Mm-hmm. Like it's one big chop, but like we linger on that shot for a bit. Okay, and then who else dies? I mean, you said there's only two or three, so it should be easy to make up a couple of. of I mean, remember a couple of the death scenes. Um, well, obviously Arnold Schwarzenegger is here as the. The 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 tank, the big, the uh-huh. strong the strong bodyguard friend. Uh huh. Um, and he's the last one to die. Okay. Um, he goes down in a blaze of of fire. Wait, no, that's wrong. Arnold Schwarzenegger doesn't die in his movies, does he? He could that's... die. In my version, so Arnold Schwarzenegger dies in a blaze of glory, shooting down the predator and wounding it. Uh, almost fatally. Okay, okay. He doesn't get the kill shot, but he sets it up. He and sets it up for them to, to finish the job. Does he, like, pull the pin on a grenade or something as it's charging? And It kind of. It's a point-blank rocket launcher oh, okay, shot. Okay, okay, okay. That's pretty Just cool. Just right there in the face. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. Okay, so Arnold Schwarzenegger is in this movie as an extra guy, and he gets killed. And who Not else? extra. I mean, he's, like... Of main character. Okay, he's a main character. Okay. But the main character is play, played by Rob Lowe, which is important. Um, mm-hmm. And who who else? Like, what else, who else is on this team? We have a tank. We have a medic. We have kind of the main guy, the reluctant leader. Um, is it just like a small strike team or is it a bigger squad? Yeah, it's like four or five of them. Okay. Probably just to be safe, probably five, but I'm not going to name all five. Well, you've already uh, got three. You might as well. Okay, there's the the rogue archetype. She's really cool. So it is, um, it is a D&D party, then. Uh-huh. Well, we, I'm just kind of <laughs> leaning in at this point. Uh, she is not... So you know how most rogue archetypes are, like, dark and broody and mysterious? I'm sick and tired of that. Uh-huh. She is bubbly, she's energetic, she wants to know everything about everyone. Okay. She's the one who gets the killing blow. Okay. It's a, Which, it's a Did stab. she have, like, a romantic relationship with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger? And part of it was revenge? Mm. Is that why the movie gave it to her? Or is that, is that nothing? Mm. I want to say it had the start of a relationship. Okay. But sadly, Predator and life got in the way, and they, they never got that far. I and see. she's sad about it, obviously. Right, right. But it's not like wholehearted revenge, you killed my lover. It's right. more, this was a potential, and you took it away from me. How dare you? Right. Okay. Um, And then there's one more, I guess, uh, a wizard, right? Mm-hmm, the brain in the jar. 
The brain in the jar. There's a brain in the jar. Mm-hmm. Okay, because it's not androids in this movie, but instead it's a brain in a vat. Uh-huh, and it is the tactician, strategist. Okay, friend. and what is their name? My brain immediately went to zero, but that's wrong. It, it could be zero. Uh, their name is Zero Sum. Ooh, okay. All right. <laughs> zero Sum uh, was brought on to make sure that everything went off without a hitch, and also to, like, be the flight pilot. Right, the, okay. Um, and make sure, like, to... They're the one who takes all the data, like, and keeps it stored. Right, and about so, I mean, they get. Is, it sounds almost like the question of how or why they ended up as a brain in a vat was never really asked or answered. That's mm. just an element of this world, or am I misreading that? No, I think Mina asks... Mina is the name of the rogue, by the way. Uh-huh. And she asks, like, um, not to be rude, but... No, no, she doesn't. What happened like, to you? They're just kind of sitting around uh, the proverbial campfire, okay. you know, and they're just kind of telling stories. And Mina's like, "So, so the jar thing," and Zero Sum just kind of doesn't avoid the question, but kind of says, "Like, you know, I used to be a greedy millionaire, and then my enemies got me, but I had enough money to to keep going." I essentially, see. I see. And that's kind of a turning point for him. Okay. Okay. That zero sum is not his. Was not his nor original his name. Name as a person, but it's yeah. the new identity that he's taken on as a brain in a jar. Yes. Okay. Am I in love with this party a little bit? A little bit, like I am too. Nah, Does he die? Does he get? Hmm. Does zero sum die? No, because they need to get off the sh- the, uh, the the planet. Yeah. Zero sum lives. Zero sum zero lives. Sum, zero sum lives. Zero so the only death is the Mina. medic. <laughs> well, and, and oh, uh, and 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 Arnold. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. So two, two out of yeah. the five die. Zero sum and Mina and Roscoe Moss live. Yes. Okay. Um, was there any music from the time that stood out, or any particular lines? I really like it when they played Toxic by Britney Spears. I on the don't plane. think they do, Ray. I don't think the song <laughs> existed yet. Try again. Uh, yeah, right. Britney wasn't around yet. Um, what if? Hold on. Let me think of a. Wait. Oh, uh, wouldn't it be cool if there was a dance scene. On the plane. And the, like, near the, at, mm, no, hold on, wait. I just want to include I Want to Dance with Somebody by Whitney Houston here. Uh, okay. Maybe, like, maybe that's what oh. Mina's listening to when she's hunting the predator. Yes, it is. Okay. She has little ear pods in and is just, and is, you would think that would, like, stop her from figuring out where the enemy is no it puts her in the zone yeah it's wild that i haven't like seen any like posts about people being like oh predator predicted the future they had ear pods that's because no one watched predator (laughs) (laughs) um okay i i i think i still want to know a little bit more about the villain like was it how did it I, I mean, these questions might not be answered in full so, by the movie, but how did it get there? Like, Okay, so this... 
So the Predator is a tragic villain because we learned in the second one that it is the last of its, uh, like, it. it's kind of, how, how can I say this? It's like take one of the Earth-9 colony, except it failed, and the Predator is the last survivor. Oh, so like a different civilization went to the moon to try to inhabit it. Mm-hmm. Um, but that team failed, and that thing was the the remaining right. Member. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. And now it's surviving, and it's ready it's to surviving. kill because it has nothing else to 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 hold it back. And so it's not just hunting, but it's or it's not just killing to survive, but it's hunting because it's like kind of lost its mind a little bit. A time. little bit. Okay. And then... But we don't get that in the first one. In the first right. one, it's just kind of a rampaging beast. Right, okay. And we get that backstory in the second one where the colonists, like, find the, you know, that The history. other civilization? Yeah. Okay, and make contact. Okay. Um, is there anything else about this movie that you remember? I wish it didn't take place in the jungle the whole time. Yeah, it does. It does. It is a jungle movie. Um, and I wish there's some dark spaces, the dark cramped spaces for us. This, yeah. So the setting doesn't really get changed up too much throughout the flick. No, it's like the antithesis of the Alien franchise, where everything is like closed corridors. Okay. And you're gonna, and it's after you. This is more open. Open. And, and it could be anywhere. It could be anywhere. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and take a watch. Uh, what was your favorite line from the movie? Um, my favorite line is by Zero Sum when they're eating. Uh, and he says, can someone pass me the baked beans? Mm. And that's funny, because he can't eat. Yeah, uh, but what's great is that Arnold Schwarzenegger's character just puts a can of beans on top of the jar. <laughs> that's pretty fun. I'm looking forward to it. Um, let's go eat some popcorn. <laughs> uh-huh. Hey, hi, we're about to watch a movie. Make sure you get your popcorn. And while you're doing that, I'm going to walk next to you and tell you about some podcasts on the Lunar Light Studio Network. The first one I want to tell you about is the Trans Questioning Podcast. It's a show about what it means to be transgender. Every other week, Sarah Zedig answers questions and talks to guests about their experiences as trans and non-binary people living in a rapidly changing world. There is no one right way to be trans, and that's why hearing the stories of our peers is so important. That is so true. It airs every other Monday, despite Garfield's fervent protestations. Hmm. Meow. Wait, wait, hold on. Make sure you get extra butter. And I'm going to tell you about Gaming New Horizons, previously known as Overwitch. They just rebranded, I heard. Gaming New Horizons is the best casual gaming news source out there. Your three best friends discuss video games, new and old, to celebrate their strengths and analyze their weaknesses. When the conversation comes to a close, they decide if the featured game is worth continuing. Or if it's game over. Ray, that's me, Terrence, and Joe, you know him, are here to guide you through the world of games every other Friday on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and LunarLightStudio.com. Anyway, did you get me a Snickers bar? Give me that. I'm hungry. Okay, cool. Thanks.
Ray, how did you feel about your first viewing of Predator? I can't tell if I was hunted or if I was the hunter. Whoa. Or if I was both, because this was a dual protagonist movie that I, feel I didn't as though expect. That might uh, be hinting toward the themes of the movie, perhaps. The themes of of nature versus environment, the themes of cyclical destruction, the yeah. themes of religion as untrustworthy, Whoa. the themes of when did that whether or not we can break from the sins of the past. I'm just doing the I think the you're themes. talking about Final Fantasy now. I am. Okay. Or perhaps D&D. No, it's Final Fantasy. Well... Well, it, it's either one or the other, or maybe it's both, and it tells on the themes of this movie. <laughs> so, Predator is a movie in which uh, a squad of paramilitary, like, mercenaries, le- led by Dutch, played by Arnold Schwarzenegger, um, <laughs> are called to a mission in the jungle somewhere. I thought they told us, but I don't remember. I think it's intentionally vague, um, because it doesn't really matter. Um, And they're led on this mission. They were given some misinformation in the beginning. Um, But it's basically him and I think six other guys or five other guys. It's a small, small squad. And each of the other folks in the company have their own personalities and their their own unique character traits and they find themselves upon they they have first thing that they see is another squad presumably similar to his own that had all been skinned alive and then they come across like an enemy camp with prisoners and so they flush out the camp and they come up with this battle plan and they basically kill all of the troops that are in the camp and rescue the prisoner without any casualties. And then things get bad because there's an invisible alien creature thing in the forest or in the jungle with them. And it uh, is just hunting them one by one. As, and they soon realize, they start to understand what its tricks are. It has It's invisible for one. It has this, like, EMP explosion gun thing. It's an alien gun. And um, it, like, it's flipping around and traveling using the trees instead of on ground. And so they all kind of start to get terrified as they are slowly picked off. And by the end of the movie, the only surviving members are Arnold Schwarzenegger and the the uh, prisoner that they had picked up named Anna and um, Anna escapes to a helicopter while Dutch faces down the predator um, and like disables its invisibility mechanism and uses like traditional traps and weapons to fight it rather than the guns and stuff, because the Predator uses infrared vision. So he, like, covers himself with mud to make himself invisible to the Predator. 
uh, and then they have this this showdown where they're it's it's a contest of wits and strength, and at the end of it, uh, the predator is fatally wounded, and he sets off a self destruct countdown thing on his wristwatch, and Dutch runs away and is able to escape just before the blast goes off. Um, mm-hmm. And that's that's it. That's that's how the movie ends. And apparently, this thing has been on Earth for a while and has been like killing people every every few years for sport. It's not really clear why, um, but yeah, in that's, the same area. It's wild. It's this in the same area near a, near a village or whatever, wherever Anna was from. So, yeah, that's that's what happens. It's. Men go into a jungle. They shoot a lot of bullets and guns, and then they they die a lot. And there's a lot of violence and blood. <laughs> That's Predator. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I will say we should have had my dad guest during this. Episode. <laughs> yeah, you you mentioned during the movie that this is a movie he would either enjoy or probably has seen many times. My my, my dad is a fan of the Schwarzenegger and Stallone legacies. Okay, he's an action movie buff. It's a it's a famous uh, genre in the Philippines. So there's some yeah. fun action stars there. We should cover one of them one time. Yeah, I would love that. I'll ask my dad which one he suggests. But regardless, that this was a strange movie because it was an action flick for for at least fifteen minutes, yeah. and then it became a thriller for at least thirty. And then it became an an action movie again, and yeah. then and then a and then an, a thriller, and then an action movie again. <laughs> it just went back and forth a few times. Yeah, like which wasn't bad. It worked for the movie. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say that like the movie's an hour and forty five minutes long, and it could probably Gosh. stand to be a half an hour shorter than that. Yeah. There's, I, I it's not wasted time. I would say. But it doesn't it doesn't like build suspense the same way that um, Alien does, and I think a big difference. And I don't want to just like straight up and down compare this to Alien, but a big difference between the two movies is that we are constantly cutting back and forth between what the soldiers are seeing and what the the alien is seeing. Mm-hmm. Like we see I- through his vision, and we see his infrared scanner. Um, mm-hmm. and-, and I really like that. Yeah, and it's cool. It's cool. But, like, a lot of time is spent showing us what he's seeing, and also that cuts the tension in a big way for us, the viewer. It is an action movie, but it felt like a really peaceful watch, honestly. Like Yeah, until just, they got... Until the, the final confrontation. There's, there's right. a lot of tension there. Yeah. What I've been learning about movies through this podcast is that movies take a lot of time and effort and people actually care about him yeah <laughs> okay what do you and mean the, by that what i mean by that is that for some reason i had this idea that a lot of scary movies specifically and this has been proven wrong by netflix and kill time and time again but also from the movies we watch is that themes are relevant and they're not just there to sc- movies aren't just there to scare you which i've carried with me since childhood yeah um and I'm glad that that's being upturned now, because I'm I'm enjoying a lot of the films that we watch. Yeah, uh, including this one, I yeah. enjoyed it. It was different from what I expected, as you may have heard from my 
<laughs> synopsis yeah. at the beginning. Well, there were a lot of things that you got a lot right. Like, I did, but the 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 fact that the this creature and and uh, what's his name? What was his name? Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Dutch. No, the Dutch. Dutch. Uh, Dutch were had many parallels throughout the movie. Yeah, were very good and interesting to me. Yes, and the fact that that Dutch had to use the environment around him to gain the upper hand was mm-hmm. also very good and not like overstated. It was just the thing that had to happen. Yeah, it was it was where the it was where the storyline was going. Like every time, every time the creature killed one of the soldiers, they learned a little bit more about it. Mm-hmm. Um. And like they were slowly gaining in intel based on how the people were dying and what traps weren't working and all that stuff. Um and it it's it was a very natural progression. Yeah. I really like the scene the the preparation for the confrontation scene yeah. where we get to see Dutch like setting up traps and mm. and getting mud all over him and then the creature the predator is like going to get the skulls of his trophies of his right. of the things he's killed and I'm like I love the parallels here also this is disgusting yeah also like you talk about the parallels like you that scene where he like picked up the skull of his recent victim or whatever and like and then he like shouts into the air or whatever and that's also exactly what dutch does to lure the predator back to the battleground like right all right i'm ready come get me and it's like a very similar pose and stance and everything like that mm-hmm. and throughout the movie and you said this while we were in near the beginning that dutch is very humane uh, uh, yeah, he's he's sensitive. Like he's mm-hmm. he's a weirdly like um, I don't want to say meek, but he's he's a a weirdly um, laid back kind of guy, I guess. Like mm-hmm. he's he's like you know we're not assassins. We are we're a rescue team. My men matter to me. None of them are expendable. And um, Oh, oh, one of the things that he said that really struck a chord was when they were jumping down, they were getting ready to jump down into the jungle. Dylan, who was kind of the traitor a little bit, uh, said, (laughs) he's like, man, I missed this. I I missed jumping out of the helicopters into dangerous enemy territory, basically. And um, Dutch was like, man, you really never were that smart. Like, Dutch does not relish the opportunity to go out and be in danger that's his mm-hmm. job and he's good at it but he's not like excited to be doing it which right. i think is important mm-hmm. and all, a lot of this comes back around at the end when he's about to finish off the predator uh and then he sees its face and it's sad and it's defeated and he doesn't yeah. and then the predator explodes himself yeah he uses the <laughs> self like if, if dutch had just finished the job there wouldn't have been a self-destruct but that's not who Dutch is. He was like, I don't, I don't care enough about killing you as much as I care about like learning about why you're here, or what is going on, even what you are. Right, and then the predator has the most campy laugh as it. Yes, sets off <laughs> it really does. It really set the tone for me of like, oh yeah, this is a movie. Yeah, it was like it was like the cackle from Thriller. <laughs> yes, that's exactly. <laughs> yes. It was very silly. After all the tension, it cut it cut through the tension very quickly. Yeah. 
I'm like, of course, of course Dutch is gonna run away and there's gonna be a cool explosion behind him while there's maniacal laughter happening. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Um, the movie has a really rough start. Yeah. A really rough start where the guys are in a helicopter and we're... I like that scene for what it does. Like, mm-hmm. the, it, it's just giving us a quick little, like, introduction to each of the characters. Um, we learn some of their names, and we learn what they're like as people. And so that, that, like, I could name all of the the people in this crew. I could, when we were done watching Alien, I couldn't do that. They were, yeah. They were just meat for the meat grinder. This, right. These were people. These were characters. And... Um, but in that scene, there's, they drop the F slur, mm-hmm. which is rough. And there's also a character who really loves to tell very, uh, jokes that are very degrading for women. Yeah. There's a lot of toxic masculinity. A lot there. of toxic masculinity. Didn't like it. Mm-hmm. It's a little, it's, it's more than a little yucky. It's more than a little yucky. I was worried the rest of the movie was going to be like that. And there I was were, too. I was there was too. more of it. There but was it a little wasn't, bit more of it. But it wasn't just... But it's not like the overarching factor. It's just... I don't want to say product of the time. Because like toxic masculinity is a problem it, that we need to deal with. It was a product of its time. That's not an excuse for it. It's that not an excuse. doesn't like, make it okay. I think if anything is the salve on that wound, it's the fact that Dutch was so consistently a good boy. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> he was a sweetheart, and I just wasn't expecting that, like, at all. Mm-hmm. He was a good boy, wasn't he? He was worried the whole time about his, his crew. Yeah. And, and even uh, Anna. Uh, yeah. At some point. Yeah, was, he, like, he there got to the point where he was... Like, because Anna was the prisoner, and then they took custody of her and was trying to take her back to the chopper, and she was fighting against them. They were not friends at all. Mm-hmm. But after people started dying, she was scared out of her mind, and he was like, we're all being hunted now. We're all in this together. Like, I don't care where your allegiances lie or anything like that. And he set her free, and they worked together after that. Mm-hmm. I, I'd like to talk about my 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 wins and losses for my plot. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so, there are a few surprising ones. Yeah, you it was it was in the jungle, almost entirely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is what you said. It it did have Arnold Schwarzenegger in it, although he was the main boy. Like this is his movie, <laughs> and you uh-huh. put him on like backup. I backup didn't know control. that. I always thought. Predator was about Predator, which I was half right about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, you said that the enemy was on all fours, which is not true. But outside of that, you characterize the alien pretty well. Um, <laughs> it does not take place on an Earth colony. It takes place on Earth. Although, it could be read as this is a colony for whatever race the Predator came from. Like, Maybe. And he's some kind of probing mission to see what Earth defenses are like. Um, Every few years. I don't know. I, I don't <laughs> yeah, I yeah, imagine yeah. That, that that's probably explored more in Predator 2, but I haven't watched that movie. Yeah. I'm I was, certain of that now. I was surprised at the setting. 
like timeline wise <laughs> was just present day it yeah felt like, it was which... like i think again i'm not sure when or where it was i think it was like post vietnam but in vietnam area does that sound yeah. right maybe it it was like there there were recent wars for right. sure right they make mention of them right Exactly, but but we don't know where we, we are right officially now, really. at war with anyone. Like mm-hmm. the, it was not about a human versus human conflict, um, at least not for the most part. Yeah, that was just the backdrop. That was the backdrop. That was the situation that got them into the jungle, and then once they were in the jungle, they were being hunted, mm-hmm. and that was the that was the crux of the movie. Um, anyway, yes, you were right about that. You were right about somebody getting their chest cavity blown out and the, like, lingering uh-huh. on the body and stuff like that. You yeah. were mostly right about the party size. It was a little bit bigger than what you said, but... Yeah. I, honestly, I just didn't want to make more characters. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I could have if I wanted to. Um, there was a roguish type. <laughs> but instead of Mina, it was Anna. <laughs> Yeah, no, I I was a big fan of, I liked Anna. Yeah, I liked Anna uh, too. And and what she did for the movie and and the and the 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 crew. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, she wasn't like. She was never a. There was never a romantic subplot with her. Nope. Which is great. <laughs> yep. <laughs> which is unexpected, honestly. Yeah, I was surprised at that too, um, pleasantly, because you yeah. know a lot of like these um, like classic action films have boy has a girl with him, they fall mm-hmm. in love and they kiss into the sunset yeah. at the end. <laughs> and having gone through something like that together, there's every reasonable possibility that that could happen, but it's not going to happen while right now. it's happening. Like it's right. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah. Instead, um, we get Anna just kind of sitting in a chair and Dutch, like, leaning on a wall in the helicopters, just thinking, yep, that happened. Yep. Uh, There's the excellent, excellent scene of Carl Weathers' arm falling off and the gun still firing. Yep. Just <laughs> absolutely gorgeous. Um, uh, I don't know. I remember, like, while I was watching you- it, I was like, Eh. <laughs> and no. now that like you you seem to have a pretty good reaction to it and i'm like yeah there was actually a lot to like in this movie um joe i do have a question about that scene for you okay i'd like to get your opinion would you consider him disarmed <sighs> yeah but he still had the gun well his arm was armed Hmm. It okay, was a, thank you. Yeah, it was a new entity, and the arm was armed. <laughs> so he was disarmed, but the arm yeah. was still armed. Yes. <laughs> thank you for your input. Precisely. Please expect a thank you care package in the next week or so in the mail. Oh. My desk arrived while, I, while we were watching that movie. I feel pretty good about that. You want to tell people about your desk woes? Yeah, I I have a desk now. It's less woeful. It's not set up or anything, but it will be as soon as we're done here. 
now your computer's not on boxes? It, it is right now, but by the time this episode comes out, no, yeah, my computer will be on a desk instead of boxes. Okay. Um, there were... I don't want to skip ahead to the favorite line section, because I don't know if I have a favorite line section. There are a lot of good but ones. There were, there were two lines in this movie. Well, there were three very good ones. One was very dark, but there were two that I was surprised came from this movie. Yeah, okay. Which were, get to the chopper. Yeah. And Classic. if it bleeds, we can kill it, which yes. that one really caught me off guard. Yeah. I, I, I remember you're like, oh, that's from this movie. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, like, out of anything, it, like, it made sense because Anna figured out it could bleed because she found the green blood. But I was like, I don't know what movie I expected it to be from, but it was 0% this. I feel like we're missing something important. The music. Oh, um, Mac? Mac going slowly okay. sad. I was gonna, I was gonna talk about Mac too. I, I was gonna, I had decided against it, but I'm glad you brought him up because Mac rules. No, Max. Max arc was very good. Yeah, here. it's like so. The second person that dies is Blaine, I think is his name, and uh, Mac was like Mac was in one another one of the soldiers and was really tight with him. Um, and so after Blaine's death, Mac kind of starts to lose his grip a little bit and is like unsteady uh, until he eventually dies. But he's like. He's so good throughout the movie. Like before before Blaine dies too. He's so cool mm-hmm. and like collected and calm. And then after Blaine dies, he is just jumpier and like he's ready to fight. He's ready to throw down and he, he's lamenting the loss. It's it's very it's it's like very real. I don't know. It's very um yeah. Honest. Isn't it? Really cool that his ending is that his he loses his mind because his brain gets shot. <laughs> you jerk! You absolute what? fool! <laughs> he loses his mind. So I don't know if you know this, right? Actually, um, the gun that the Predator used on Max's head didn't kill him. Or it killed him. It killed his body, but it also captured his brain. And he's zero sum. He's zero sum. <laughs> no, but I'm thinking now about how everybody died and how it related to their character. Okay, so Hawkins died first. Uh, we didn't even really see how he died. He just kind of got attacked. Yeah, that's he just kind of exploded. Oh, that that's makes funny. sense because he wears glasses, so he doesn't have good vision, so we didn't get to see him die. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Let's keep going. Blaine. His, uh, his chest exploded. He didn't have a heart. Um, he did not have a heart. That's true. He was a rude boy. He's a rude kid, and nobody likes him except for Mac, and I don't know why Mac likes him. Yeah, I wasn't sure. <laughs> I mean, he he got better, but he was... He had some weird... Some, some weird he energy. Had, he had a million toxic masculinity. Just yeah. Just 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, okay, so... Poncho died. Did Poncho die? Poncho's yes. body got destroyed. Yeah, Poncho died. That's the that's the skull that he found. Uh, he was hit by a log trap on accident. Mm-hmm. I think I'm gonna have to cut this whole part because it's not funny or entertaining. We can just stop now. It's fine. <laughs> okay. Can we talk about the 
one of the very first scenes of the movie, how Dutch and Dylan meet up again after some time. They haven't seen each other in a while, and they <laughs> they oh. shake each other's hands and grab each other's hands, and then they both just like flex, and then they like start arm wrestling kind of they're not on a mm-hmm. table or anything they're just like holding their hands out and uh-huh. flexing it their big muscly arms are just like the whole shot it's so funny it's so good it was good it was it was very camp it was like and that was like that to me I, you can correct me if i am wrong but that that to me felt like not so toxic masculinity like they were like both into their arms and they were both into their muscles but they weren't like and they were having a contest but they were both good sports about it Uh uh-huh yeah no i they were just being buds and that was fine i didn't get toxic masculinity feels out of that that part yeah i loved that i i i loved i loved that like after we got through that first scene, and it really did put a sour taste in my mouth, the rest of the movie is just, like, it's, a chill it's time. blood and guts and bullets and bombs, and that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's okay. <laughs> the I really, one of my favorite parts of the movie is actually before the Predator becomes a factor, is, like, that first a strike when they attack the prison camp. Mm, mm-hmm. Like, how they set up the whole plan and everything like goes off without a hitch and you get to see them in their element. And that's there to establish how professional of soldiers they are, how yeah. good they are at their jobs. And then they start getting picked off and it's like, dang, what is this thing? Right. Exactly. Um, it, it was surgical and they work together easily. Yes. Because yeah. they, 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 this is what they're good at. And right. then, and then something better well, well that's okay that's the one thing that really bugs me about the predator is like at one point uh dutch tells anna like don't pick up a weapon or he'll kill you he- killing you with a weapon there's no sport and it's mm-hmm. like this thing is invisible like it you know it's 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 walking around in the trees nothing can see it obviously like it's made itself it basically has no clip on and, <laughs> and and it, it, it's getting satisfaction out of taking these people off, which is lame. It's like, I think the Predator is a lame chump, and I'm glad he's dead. <laughs> I thought the Predator had honor and respect, and then it killed itself at the end, laughing maniacally, and I yeah. said, no. Yeah. No, sorry, bud. Die with honor, you scum. Or live with honor. Yeah. Too prideful to live, I guess. Uh, let's talk about the music score and how there's only three songs that they use over and over. Mm-hmm. There's the 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 soldier romp that they yeah. use. There's the intense rock song. Yeah. And then was there actually a there, third? There one? was like the mis- mystery music. The mystery music, yeah. And I just mm-hmm. feel like they got used a lot, and it yeah. was. And it it didn't, didn't really strike feel... me until the end of the movie when exactly. like, all of the tension had passed and things were done, but then they play the intense rock song again, and you're like, wait a sec, like, come on. <laughs> right, you're like, why Why is this your choice? Yeah. But that's um, okay. That's okay. I like those the, the pieces they use. I just think they were over uh, overused or used in the wrong spot. Yeah. But that's fine. Well, I think we're, I think we're about 
about good here. Ray, would you recommend watching Predator to somebody who had never seen it before? No. Yes. Part of me wants me to wants me to say yes. Part of me wants to say no. I'm gonna go with a. I'm gonna go with a. Yes. Watch this with my dad. <laughs> And skip the first 15 minutes. And skip the first 15 minutes. Get to the jungle portion and you'll be fine. Watch this with my dad. That's not a joke. Invite him over. Make a dinner. <laughs> it's say, a joke. Hey, I gotta hey, be clear here. That is a joke. <laughs> Don't invite my dad over, please. He's He has enough to do already. Oh, uh, well, that's, that's, a pretty, that's a pretty strict criteria, but... If that's what it takes to make it worth watching this movie, then that's what you gotta do. Otherwise, just know that some get to the chopper came from this movie. Uh, if it bleeds, we can kill it. If it bleeds, we can kill it. Yada yada. You know the drill. Yeah. Um, well, here's the thing. I am not an action movie buff. And so... And I still enjoyed the movie. Mm-hmm. But I think you would be behoove to watch it with an action movie enthusiast like my dad right yeah i think that's fair like i think this movie is fine and i i think this movie is good i didn't have a wonderful time watching it Mm -hmm. it didn't it didn't grab me um anyway yeah thanks for watching it with me anyway right and uh, i mean we have more to look forward to. We have more to look forward to. We are going to do Predator 2 next time, which neither of us have seen. Um, and then... Predator. And then we'll figure Pre- it out from there. Anyway, thank you so much for listening to Mock Footage. You can find us on Twitter at Mock Footage, and you can also send an email to mockfootage at gmail.com. You can leave feedback for us. We've Stopped asking for that for a while a while ago, but I'm gonna start it again. <laughs> I would love Why to see some. Why do we some, stop? <laughs> I don't know, cause I I got well. Here's what happened. I'll tell you. I'll tell you, and then I'll decide later whether or not to keep this in. I got a little disheartened because we stopped getting new feedback. But what happened is that we did get new feedback a little while ago, and I didn't notice it because I didn't expect to ever see actual feedback on Pinecast. And there is feedback on Pinecast. So this was left... Um, oh, it looks like this was actually just posted a week ago. So this is relatively new. Um, this was posted to the Short Circuit episode, but there's no name on Pinecast, so I don't know who did it. If this was you, say hello in the fan Discord and let us know. <laughs> um, but the feedback here says... This podcast is so precious to me, and I hope that it continues forever. Well, as long as you want to keep doing it. It is a relaxing time spent with two nice people, and it helps me feel safe at a time in my life when few other things do. I listen to an episode of Mock Footage or Bad Advertising almost every night as I drop off to sleep. Thank you so much for everything you do. And Thank, thank <laughs> you. Yeah, thank you for the kind words. It's... It, really means a whole lot to get stuff like that um to get that kind of feedback because that's exactly what we're trying to do and exactly what we're trying to put out into the world and it's it's nice to be appreciated uh so i'm glad you enjoy mock footage and to everyone else if you enjoy mock footage let us know leave a leave a short review either on itunes or pinecast and we'll read it on the show 
And if there's anything that you think we could do differently, or if even if you think everything's great as it is, let us know, and we'd love to we'd love to hear what you have to say. Um, thank you to Haley Rose for the use for the use of her voice <laughs> as she reads the uh, introduction for the show every week. Thank you so much to Chongo for the use of Hat of Serenity off of the album Hat Shop, which you can find on Bandcamp and absolutely should. And thank you so much to Ross Jerson for helping us create the podcast art, the cover artwork for the show. And one final thank you to Lunar Light Studio for hosting us and being our podcast family and friends and that's all so <laughs> that's all for the thank yous this time ray what was your favorite line from the movie well it's gonna be a weird dichotomy between my tears because of that review still um <laughs> but my favorite line it was really dark but dutch throws a knife at some guy and then he says stick around stuck <laughs> to the wall and it sent me Lunar Light Studio Pretty, witty, and gay Hey Kyla Yeah Marty What's your favorite scary movie? Well, that's an excellent question You can find the answer to that if you listen to our podcast Netflix and Kill if you're a horror fan, you can hear us go through all the horror films on Netflix, good and bad. Find out which ones are worth watching. If you're a horror newcomer, don't be scared off. We go through the rubs and definitely make some jokes. So we hope you check us out. You can find our podcast at LunarLightStudio.com or iTunes or Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. New episodes out every other Tuesday. May your nightmares be plentiful. plentiful.